This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped.com. Father's Day just around the corner, and you probably need a gift for your hairy dad. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the Lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off right now, free shipping with the promo code OP, O-P-I-E, at Manscaped.com. Hot and sunny here in NorCal, fam. Well, stop rubbing it in because, uh, uh, we Oh, it's Randall Horn. What's up, Randall? How are you, man? I don't know, man. It's been just downright depressing the last two uh, plus days here at the ocean. The first day we got out here and I was excited for a really, really nice weekend. And then I finally checked the weather. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's going to rain for three straight days. And my wife looks at me like, yeah, this is how dumb I am. I don't think you're allowed to call people dumb, but I think you're allowed to call yourself dumb. I have this house at the ocean, and I still never check the weather. So it's always a surprise to me when I wake up and see that it's just downpouring, and then I find out it's going to rain for two, two and a half straight days. I'm like, oh, my God, I had no idea because I just don't look at the weather at all. You're not allowed to call people dumb. I mean, you can do whatever you want, Kennedy Williams. Oh, wait, I forgot to to pop people on the big screen. There's Kennedy Williams. You're first on the big screen. No, I'm just fucking around with cancel culture. You're not allowed to call people anything at this point. You call you, you could call me dumb. You could call anyone you want dumb. I'm just saying that uh, you got to be very, very careful, unfortunately. Colin Manson, Opie, love these streams. Glad to hear you're doing what you do best. Listening from the top of Scotland in, in the UK. Damn, I like hearing that, man. Oh, my. Dumb is okay to say, but God forbid you use the R word. Well... People get very, very upset with the R word. I don't know if I use the R word anymore. I come from the school where you should be able to use whatever uh, word you want. But just realize there are consequences in 2021. There are consequences for your words. Unfortunately, I didn't make the rules. But there are consequences. Oh, you know what? That's... uh, that's, uh, Justin Draven, uh, I'm a father of special needs daughter. I don't mind the word, Justin Draven says. But if you call my kid it, well, it's your funeral. Well, that makes that makes total sense. If Rogan or some other host paid top dollar for a reunion interview with ONA, how much, Opie? The answer would be, uh, how do you say there's not enough money in the goddamn world? That's your answer. Opie didn't get a whole subreddit taken down, at least, lol. I, I never uh, went to, to the Reddit. I knew uh, I knew there was a Reddit that was not kind uh, to me and my family, but why would I go there and, and, and torture myself? I just avoided it like 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 the uh, like the uh, what's the word I could use there? I avoided it like the Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, like the COVID? 
Kennedy Williams again. We understand, Hope, you don't want to dip into hate. You just tell stories from your career, and Anthony hates that. You only respond to hate, and they try to give you shit for it. Well, 100%. And then, and then it comes back to me that I'm keeping this going. No. Somebody spent seven years trying to beat the shit out of me and knock me down a few notches, and then I finally decided to give kind of my side of things uh, here and there. I felt like I had no goddamn choice. Like you avoid humor now, Rusty, now. Stop buying into that horseshit when you could go online and see me being hilarious all over the place. Now, now, Rusty. Uh, Jim Sharkey, I think it's a missed opportunity. People work with people they don't like all the time. The sum is greater than the parts. What's the missed opportunity if I'm miserable doing it, Jim Sharkey? What's the missed opportunity if I did it for many, many years and I wasn't happy doing it? Uh, I can officially say I did it for the money. So what's the missed opportunity? I already did it for the money for uh, too many years that it, then I could count. There's no missed opportunity, brah. Especially when it comes to your happiness and your health. Um, oh, doggy, of course. You haven't barked all day, but why not bark right now? What are you barking at? Hold on, let me look at, uh, hold on, I gotta look out the side. Uh. Oh my God, he's barking at aliens. He's barking at aliens. Whoa, you scared doggy? Go get him. Come on in. Stop barking at the aliens. Oh my God, I'm trying to do this now. There's nothing there. Doggy. Doggy, doggy, doggy. There's nothing there. I just checked. Come on in. No joke, man. He's been sleeping all day, bored like me. I finally decide to do this for a little bit. And then he starts uh, barking. Opie won the anima joke off. That was very funny. Same episode calling the dominatrix Joey Ramone was funny too. Thank you. Uh, I mean, that horseshit that I'm not funny is just garbage. What are you barking at? You're driving me inside! Nobody's barking at, I just realized. A watering can. I don't even know where I was. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's, yeah, there's plenty of, there's plenty of examples of me being funny all over the internet. Opie pushing homeless mustard was pretty funny, especially when Ann started to hate the mustard. I only pushed uh, uh, the homeless muster because I, I thought his story was absolutely unbelievable. A musician that came up in New York, he was playing the same clubs as uh, Lady Gaga. He knows her as Stephanie. They actually knew each other. And then unfortunately, you know, the drugs got the best of the guy and he becomes homeless on the streets of New York. And Keith brings him in as part of the homeless shopping spree. And uh uh, we got to talking to the guy, and he uh, he said he was an old musician. So I said, holy shit, can you play something for us? We ran and got a Taylor guitar. And to this day, uh, you know, haters haters will always find an end. So to this day, when they, they look at the, the mustard videos on my, uh, my YouTube channel, they're like, if he was homeless, why does he have a Taylor guitar? And I'm like, oh my God, we, we work at basically at a radio station. You don't think there's really nice uh, instruments laying around the joint? But that's why I pushed him because his story was so incredible. And then uh, he did not disappoint. A lot of the videos that I posted on my YouTube channel did extremely, 
extremely well. And I, I, I'll never understand why uh, Ann had a hate on that. I, I, I don't get it. I'm not a psychologist. It didn't make sense to me, but... Um... You'll recognize this. Okay. It's great. Anthem of my ear. Just like an angel Let's see. Uh, Ope, do you feel sorry for Jim Norton? He is he his schizophrenia has given birth to another character. Did you ever think to get him professional help? Oh my! Oh my God! I don't know if uh, if that's what Jimmy's got. I have no idea. And he's got another character. Uh, the only thing I'll say about that is like when the mics are off, he still did those characters. So. Uh, I always found it a little strange. Um, 
uh, but you know, in, in all fairness, there were a bunch of the characters I did like when he did on the opening Anthony show. I just wish he he didn't completely focus on those characters. I, I liked when he would spread them in here and there and uh, sprinkle them about. But then as the years went on, everything we did, he was interrupting with his characters. I know it annoyed the fuck out of me. I think if Anthony was being honest, I think he would admit that there were times that it annoyed the fuck out of him as well. But that's what it became. And what are you going to do, man? Uh, you know, the rest is history. Yes. Why don't you make a small studio and do a real podcast show and take this thing off for real? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Maybe one more run. I mean, I was heading in that direction. I was absolutely heading in that direction. And then I lost my, my buddies that I really wanted to do it with. So I had to go a little backwards. And I was talking about this. Uh, I went out with some friends yesterday. Some O&A stuff came up and whatnot. What really sucks is I was moving on to something new with, with Carl and Vic. And, and they both die on me within six months. And for whatever reason, when I was uh, doing something new with those guys... I was, uh, I had some distance between uh, the whole Opie and Anthony bullshit and hate. And with the death of those guys, I feel like it pushed me backwards into the, into the mud, unfortunately. So we're just trying to figure it out. Billy, I, I've been on a canned heat kick the last couple days. And I did not know about this band at all. I mean, I know the songs like anyone else, like On the Road Again. And uh, uh, what's the title of that song? And uh, that band had some incredible tragedies. My God. One of the lead singers, he died at uh, 27 years old. He had blind in his name because he couldn't see that well. He sang all the, all the canned heat uh, hits. They only had two or three hits, and he sang the hits. I had no idea that the guy died, and he's part of the 27 uh, Club. He like OD'd on barbiturates at the at the early age of 27. Supposedly he was a bit suicidal, which is, which is hard to believe because back in the late 60s, Canned Heat was definitely a happening band, and uh, and man, that guy only made it to 27, and uh, he was dead by I think 71. I want to say 1971, 1972. Uh, Bob Bear Height, he's the other lead singer. And he also died in Canned Heat, Billy. His story's tragic, too, because I think he got some um, some H from a fan, and he snorted it, and he was ODing, and then everyone around him just had the bright idea to bring him back to give him a, a, a big line of Coke. I believe that's how the story goes, if someone wants to Google it. And he also, from Canned Heat, died. Just incredible tragedy with that band. Uh, if you squint, you might see your career over the horizon. Where, 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 where do I look? Where do I look? What do you think of the ROTC podcast that analyzes everything you do? Anthony plays these clips too. I, I don't know what that is. That's why I really, really, truly believe at this point in my life that Anthony's just a garbage person. If it wasn't for Anthony, I would have minimal hate in my life. But, you know, you know. The guy that you, you gave the break of a lifetime to, yes, he was uh, naturally talented, but no one else was going to give him the break of a lifetime. And then you team up with the guy, you become multimillionaires together, and then you fast forward. If you told me that guy would be the main reason that I get so much hate in my life, I would have said you're crazy. 
I would have said you're absolutely fucking nuts. But here we are, unfortunately. Let's see. And why why is there a podcast analyzing everything I do? I, I would love to see what they have accomplished. I, I, I would love to see what they have in their lives because they're doing a podcast that analyzes everything I do. I, I find that incredibly pathetic. I'm sure they're at a point in their lives they can do whatever the hell they want, right? Of course not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Opie lives in Anthony's head rent-free. He's a woman scorned and deep down is desperate for the ONA brand to return. When people hate you so much, it's because deep down they want something from you. Oh, boy. I have no idea. I, I find it a bit creepy. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, look, the word got out that we didn't really, really like each other in all those years. We were doing amazing radio. But in the end, I did absolutely nothing to that guy that deserved seven years of bullshit. But I don't know where it comes from. I have no idea. But I do find it incredibly, uh, in- incredibly creepy. All right, let's talk about Manscaped.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get 20% off and free shipping right now. You got the Father's Day right around the corner. You got the hairy dad. He's got the nose hair. Does he have the peat moss coming out of his ears? Does he? Get him a lawnmower 4.0 right now. By the way, Manscaped.com, promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to get 20% off and free shipping right now. They're more than razors for your balls. They got stuff for the nose hairs. They got stuff for the ear hairs. I even use my lawnmower, 4.0, to trim my eyebrows, uh, to trim my armpits, to shave down my chest, and then I finally use it on my balls. I hope uh, Manscaped is okay with that, but that's what I really do. Imagine surprising your dad with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized body hair trimmer that says, Your balls will thank you on the box. Oh, it's got a little light, too, so you're not nicking and messing up your area. That's nice, really nice. The Lawnmower 4.0, oh my God, how did they make it even better than before? I don't know. I'm sure it's in the copy somewhere. I don't need to read that stuff. I just know it's a great product. Have you ever seen a nose bush sticking out of your dad's nose? Well, the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer is the best nose hair trimmer on the market and the perfect gift for your pops to get rid of that peat moss hanging around his earlobes. And they also have other amazing products like cologne, crop mop, ball wipes, the crop reviver, ball toner and crop preserver, ball deodorant. (laughs) I love all the Manscaped products. Go to Manscaped, Manscaped, Manscaped.com. Sometimes I I mess up the D in Manscaped.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get 20% off and free shipping Get your dad a gift you know they will use. They? You got two dads? Oh, it's 2021. That's okay. So that sentence does make sense. Get your dad a gift you know they will use. Well, then shouldn't it say get your dads a gift you know they will use? I don't know. Just get it for Father's Day. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped. (laughs) No, it's Manscaped. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls this year. Show your original home some love with Manscaped. (laughs) Why 
I should just click on the comments that calling every other podcast babbling is certainly going to get you Rogan type numbers. Also, quit saying long story short. Why are you bothered by that, Rick? Are you serious? Why are you? Why are people so bothered? Wait, let me get this idiot off the screen. Uh, no one believes that Sirius offered a comic a million dollars to do a show with you. You should release it to show everyone you're not lying. I'll release it eventually there, Mitchell, and I don't give two shits and don't speak for everybody. I hate when people do that, but it is the truth, and I did tell the truth. And I guarantee in this room alone, people would go, I believe it. I hate when people talk for everyone. No one. Mitchell says no one believes. Really? See? See, John believes me. You believe me, right, John? Right? I need people to believe me. So my voice isn't this high. You believe me, right? Look at all the people that believe me, of course. But it was a good business move on Sirius's part. Has nothing to do with me. Anthony blows himself up with that bullshit. We did what we could to save him. And I hate that horseshit too, that he thought I should have done more. Don't you think me being the business guy out of the two that I understood how important the Opie and Anthony brand was? So of course I wanted to try to save his fucking job. But then when you got a company that is so mad at Anthony yelling and screaming at you because of what he did, you knew you had to move on and you knew, you know, that you did the best you can for the guy. Of course I did everything I could. The money was in the Opie and Anthony brand. And even if that meant we were already going in uh, separate directions, he was already building a home studio in his house in the basement. He was doing shows left and right that pretty much had nothing to do with me. I think I happened to be over there once and I appeared on one of his shows. But uh, there was never any discussions that I was going to be part of anything he was building in his house. So we already were moving in uh, separate directions. But obviously the move was to try to save the Opie and Anthony brand because it was worth millions of dollars back then. Oh, my God. The people that buy into Anthony's horseshit about that, you're, you're not being honest with yourself. And with that said, so when Anthony blew himself up, the company, they're, they're in it for the business as well. So they're like, how do we, how do we try to keep this, uh, this, this decent audience that they still have, which was a lot less, by the way, than in our, in our peak. Uh, and, and, and their reasoning was, well, let's, let's offer blank a million dollars and that should keep the audience in place or at least a lot of them it made sense uh, from a business standpoint well that too i mean we were under contract and uh series xm was absolutely playing ball and it's just funny because his his quote good friend uh stuck around too good old jim norton who got none of the hate for staying only me good old jim norton you know anthony's good friend why didn't he get the hate? Why didn't he get the hate? You ignore that part of the, the story, don't you? <laughs> GH, did you ever wear mommy's shoes, comment? No, no, I did not. I never wore mommy's shoes, you freak. Oh, there comes the rain again, right on cue. Oh my God, I can't even bring the dog out to, to take a walk. Because the, the mess that would cause, it would be like a breaded chicken uh, cutlet by the time it brought him back in the house. And sand is just a nightmare. We're sweeping that shit up all the time. But, um, of course, here's the rain. So, uh, you know, it, 
it's hard to find things to do. So I just decided to let my daughter start cutting my hair. I have really, really long hair. I, uh, I never cut my hair when the pandemic hit. Um, if you saw the Patrice O'Neill documentary on Comedy Central, that was the last time I got a haircut. I got a haircut for my part in that. And that was probably a year and a half ago at this point when they filmed it. And uh, I haven't cut my hair since. And it's really, really long. And we've been bored and I'm watching TV. I just said, hey, man, get the scissors. You could start cutting my hair. So the last three or four nights, she's just been cutting my hair like an inch at a time. She's already taken, I would say, four to six inches off it. <laughs> and, and surprisingly, my wife's like, what the fuck? It looks good. Because I'm thinking it's long. I don't give a fuck what she does with it because I can get it fixed. Uh, most likely, I'm just going to shave my head down for the summer anyway. So I figured uh, she enjoys doing it. She enjoys playing with my hair and stuff, and she's never cut it before. I'm like, yeah, cut it. But I told her, just be careful, you know. But every once in a while, she'll just snip it right down to the roots. She'll just pick a, a, a real long piece and snip it. But in general, she's cut it really nice, and it, I think I've lost 46 inches off my, uh, my length already. And uh, when they get back from the store, she'll probably cut it again tonight for another inch or so. And, uh, and that's how we've been passing the time instead of it starting our damn summer. Uh, <laughs> I would love, you would love to recreate the scene from here to eternity on that beach. <laughs> Bro, COVID, Bill. Bill, you got to worry about the COVID. We can't be rolling around in the surf. I think that's what, you, what you're referring to. And hey, Bill, whatever you're into, you know what I'm saying? I ain't judging you, my friend. Whatever you're into. <laughs> Opie gets on here and babbles about nothing. And three years later, I still keep coming back. True making of a radio legend. Fly wild and stay cold. We do more than babble about nothing. Yeah, I might have to go OnlyFans. The fuck would I do on OnlyFans, though? Opie likes Morrissey. Are you out of your mind? I hated Morrissey, that whiny, whiny biatch. Never got into Morrissey. Watch um, Sons of Sam on Netflix um, about the Son of Sam killer that terrified the New York slash Long Island area in uh, 19... I think it started in 1976 all the way to like somewhere in uh, 1978. I never believed that David Berkowitz acted alone. And there were always like hints and signs that he didn't act alone, especially with the sketches from eyewitnesses. It didn't really match up. And it actually matched up. One of the sketches matched up perfectly with uh, Sam's actual son. John, I think his, his name was. He went as uh, John Wheat. I believe, and uh, one of the one of the police sketches matched up with um, Sam's real son, and he had two sons, and the theory goes that uh, a bunch of people did those killings back in um, the mid to late seventies, and then this guy did a whole documentary on it, and God, it was good. It's it's four parts, and I binge watched that yesterday. I started watching it at five in the morning. I got up really early, and. Uh, by the end of it, I was pretty fucking creeped out. I'm not going to lie to you. But really, really well done. And definitely lays out the case that David Berkowitz did not act alone. 
in a famous jail house interview back in 93, I think, David Berkowitz uh, only admitted to, to one of the shootings, but said he was at all of them. And he said he wasn't the only one at, at all those shootings, obviously. And it was, it was um, at times, three or four people were at these shootings. And, uh, you know, connected with, uh, with some cult activity and whatnot. But uh, the Netflix documentary is very, very believable and creepy as all hell. And I think I'm going to get the guy on that, uh, that did that documentary. Yes, Barry, thank you. Jim Shark in the documentary is about Maury Terry. Yes. Maury Terry, um, obsessed about the Son of Sam case. And if you look closely, I, I, <laughs> I feel like Maury Terry looks like Ron Bennington. I started laughing. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks like this guy could have been related to Ron Bennington. And he started out investigating the case, and he ended up investigating the case all the way from 76, 77, pretty much all the way up until the, his death. Um he spent like, God, I don't, I don't remember what year he died, but he spent 20 to 25 years easily investigating the Son of Sam case. And then some people said he got really, really obsessive about it because he never, he never uh, crossed the finish line with the whole thing. You know, because a lot of people wanted to ignore the evidence. They didn't really want to reopen the case because eh, people's careers were made on that case. You know, it's never about the truth. I think the older you get, you realize it's never about the truth. It was a, a Satanist thing. Look up John Wheatley's car. Yeah. Yeah, John Wheatley's uh, car was uh, uh, Sam's son. And Sam was an old guy with the dog that was really, really nasty and treated his sons awful. And uh, the theory goes that uh, not only was David Berkowitz involved with the Son of Sam thing, that these two brothers were also involved, and possibly others. And then look it up. The, the two brothers of Sam, they both, uh, they both died only a few years after the whole uh, Son of Sam thing was put to bed. One was a suicide, and the other was, uh, you know, just a, just a car crash on the West Side Highway, I believe just kind of run off the road, very suspicious circumstances in that car crash. This is all laid out in the documentary. If I keep talking, I'm, I'm gonna give away too much of it. Didn't the dog tell him to kill people? Well, that's that was, uh, yeah, that was the theory. Definitely watch it, it's on Netflix, it's four parts, and maybe I'll get the guy on, hopefully. Does Doggy talk to Opie? <laughs> very nice. Show the abs on OnlyFans. Oh my God, I, I never had abs. Jimmy used to joke about my V and I'm like, thanks a lot, dick. Now I gotta live up to uh, people thinking that I had some kind of V back in the day. I never had a V. I had a lazy, I had a lazy, uh, I had a lazy you, if you need to know the truth. And then this, uh, I'm just saying her name because that's what she used to be, Ellen Page, now Elliot Page wearing uh, swim trunks and looking better than I ever have in my life. What the hell is that all about? For real. Why didn't Stern make amends with you? He's done it with everyone else. Man, that is a great question. And I gotta be honest. And a lot of people say, will you stop saying you gotta be honest so much? So I'm working on that. There's always something I gotta work on. Uh, I tried. 
I mean, Stern back in the day was brutal, brutal to Brother Weeze and his uh, special needs daughter, who's absolutely awesome, has Weeze's personality, and is just so full of life and a really, really cool person, and everyone loves being around her. And when uh, Stern went into the Rochester market, he pulled that horse shit where he uh, attacks the big show any way he can. And over the years, he's wished uh, just terrible, terrible things uh, upon his competitors. And I, uh, I've been friends with Weez for a very, very long time. I, I met him when I was uh, something like 22 years old. That one hurt. That hurt him a lot. And then you fast forward a whole bunch of years and you got this Stern. He's making amends with everybody and he... He called up fucking uh, Weiss, and they talked for like, I think Weiss told me at least an hour. And they made plans to maybe meet up in New York someday. That never really happened because this, this goes back years. A lot of the bullshit that happened between uh, the Opie and Anthony show and Howard Stern had a lot to do with me. And Anthony went along for the ride. But I never forgot the bullshit that um, Stern put Brother Weiss through. And him being my uh, mentor, my friend, and a father figure, and uh, a brother. I always said to myself, I was just a nobody up there in Rochester. Literally a nobody, just starting out. But in the back of my head, I really believed that I could do something pretty big and special in radio. And I always said to myself, if I ever get the chance to get back at Howard for what he did to Weez, I will absolutely take that shot. So then... Uh, uh, Weez knew all this, and at the end of his phone call with Stern, he literally said, well, what about my boy, Opie? Because, you know, Weez is a stand-up guy, and he knew that I did a lot of things to, to you know, defend uh, Weez and fight back for Weez. And the exact quote, I've, I've said this over the years, but the exact quote was basically, I'm not ready for Opie. And when Weez called me to tell me that, we laughed ourselves silly. We laughed and laughed and laughed. And he said, yeah, I'm not ready for for your boy, Opie, or something like that. And uh, and then after that, you know, working for the same company for many, many years, I reached out to a bunch of people that were close to him at the company, uh, including including Scott Greenstein, the, uh, the president of programming at Sirius XM. Uh, I said, look, I'm more than willing to sit down with the guy and... Uh, this isn't an exact quote, but Scott Greenstein basically said... <laughs> You want to, you want to sit down with, and you want me to make that call and set it, and set this, and set this, and set this up, <laughs> and basically said you're on your own, and I'm like, all right, well, and then the famous incident, we were passing each other in the hall after Howard changed his hours, and I was like, this is a great opportunity just to say hi and break the ice and say good morning to the guy. And I did. I did that a couple times, two or three times. And uh, he never said hi back or, or good morning back. And after he passed me in the hall, Club Soda Kenny famously started giggling like a schoolgirl. And he turns to me and he goes, uh, he is so mad that you just said hi. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's supposed to handle everything. He took on everybody. Why is he mad? Because I'm saying hi to him in the hallway. And then you fast forward, and then the whole place was shut down until he got into his area. And I made that video, and that certainly didn't help my cause at SiriusXM. So I think I did it to myself. What are you going to do? I absolutely tried to have a sit-down with the guy.
Howard locked me out of the studio. No, he locked me out of where I worked until he passed by. That was humiliating. And as I sat there, I'm like, this is humiliating. So what did I do? I picked up my phone and said, fuck this. I got to record this. No one's going to believe this. And that video is up on my YouTube channel. And I'm sure most of you have seen it, but it was humiliating. As the company's trying to tell you, you know, you're the second most important show at Series XM. Oh, but we're not going to let you come to work until he passes by and goes into his area. It was completely humiliating. Bill Bender, there you go. You've been dying for attention, Bill Bender. Enjoy that, okay, my friend? Enjoy the attention. Opie, you schmuck, wingy, curled your ass, bowed down to the great Stern. Uh, if, do you really think Stern is still great? Do you? Do you? I've no, I, I know I've fallen a bit, but uh, no one has talked about Stern. There's, there's been commercials all over TV. I guess they're being, they're doing a big promotional marketing push for Sirius XM, and you notice that he's not, uh, he's not the big get anymore. They were promoting everything else but Howard. He wasn't even mentioned once on the commercials. He's not the same guy, and you know it. Hold on. I think the family's on. If they are, I might have to wrap up. Hold on a second. All right, the kids are home from Target. I think they were looking for some Funko Pops. Oh, I got to start a Funko Pop uh, fund. Because those damn things are expensive. That's going to be the next fund. I've had a beer fund. I've had a coffee fund. I've had a fund to keep uh, the live streams going. Now I need a Funko Pop fund. Because, man, out of nowhere, they both got obsessed with that damn thing. And they're collecting them like crazy. I can only imagine how many... How many did you get? Hold on, let me ask. You guys get any? Get any Funko? Yeah, we got some. Alright, I'll be right back. I'm fishing my live stream. Boo, 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 boo. Boo, 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 boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>